another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Ava Marie. And I'm Shonda Dixon. And today, we're going to be talking about, I don't think we've ever talked about this before on the podcast, but we're going to be talking about church. Oh, wow. And we've never talked about church? I don't think so. Okay, okay. New, new I mean, territory? Y'all correct us if we're wrong, but we've definitely talked about spirituality and God, but I don't think we specifically have had an episode dedicated to church. So I don't know. Y'all let us know. <laughs> It'll be wrong. It's been it's been a lot of seasons. <laughs> um, but so the boo and I went to see a documentary at um at the African American History Museum. It was like their 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 debut. Uh, movie or short film and it was on black millennials and the church okay black millennials and the church okay and so it was loaded i mean i i wasn't expecting to, to i wasn't expecting the reaction that i had I left the documentary feeling some type of way and feeling like super depressed about church. Oh no, okay. (laughs) And I think this also comes on the heels because we actually work with a number of churches, you know, on DEI initiatives. And like one of the big questions I'm always asking them is like, what are the consequences if we do nothing? Mm -hmm. And the answer to Mm -hmm. that is like, faith in the world dies <laughs> and <laughs> that's scary to me yeah. as a christian i'm like wow this so this what is what did boring. you see like like you have to tell us like what happened what were they saying and, and then did you think it was true so in the documentary it, it followed like um you know maybe a handful of millennials and their different experiences in the church and so you had some folks, particularly with the LGBTQ plus background in them kind of sharing their traumas in the church and kind of why they have strayed away from the church. And if you you know, have been a member of the black church, the traditional black church, I mean, this is not unfamiliar to mm-hmm. you. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember this as a child, like this was the thing. And so, so there was that component, but then there was also um, these other religions that have cropped up. There was a couple of people representing mysticism, which I never, I never heard of. I was like, what is what that? Is... I don't know. Some, someone's going to tell us about mysticism, but okay. Go ahead. I have no idea what this is, but it don't sound good. <laughs> but I mean, even like there's this, this positive speak thing. It's not a religion, but people like die hard about like, Say, speaking into your future like I, I think it is oh, manifesting manifestation yes that's what yes. it is um, yes. and, and yes. that I do think is a movement away from the church yeah and I would say there was elements of that um, but certainly representation of these other religions and this concept of spirituality yeah okay that's know, good okay I can see that and so that was another theme. And then there was also, um, there was a little highlight around like churches being a center for activism, right? And like, you know, historically in our community, like certain churches have been, and they, you know, shouted out a bunch of folks, Martin Luther King, uh, oh Lord, <laughs> I don't know, like, I'm forgetting Not the, the name. 
Malcolm X, right, as religion, we think about, um, and a couple other folks, politicians, things like that. Y'all would know them, but I'm blanking on the names at the moment. I apologize. (laughs) Um, So the church as a, you know, community, civil, social justice center as well. Um, And then this other concept of the church becoming just irrelevant in general for millennials and church becoming being replaced with things like brunch and that's the part (laughs) what i'm sorry is that a thing is that okay because brunch is more important they're saying not because they are getting fed (laughs) no no that's not what they're saying they were saying they were getting fed there because of the community that church and you know it's similar you got your community in brunch context and more informal context and that's the part i was like have we lost it (laughs) <laughs> what? they have some different kind of brunches you know? <laughs> but you know when your your gut reaction to it that was mine and I was yeah. like this don't make no sense but then when I kind of understood I was like mm, that still ain't church <laughs> but I get where you're coming from Yeah. so all of those stories and I'm probably missing some but all of them just made me feel really sad about the future of faith and I was just like, if this is what we believe as millennials, what are we going to teach our kids? Yeah. And, you know, what does that mean for their kids? And like, are we just going to be a lost generation? And that's going to well, be our fault? Well, I, I get that. So I don't know if I think that that's true, though. Like, I do get the context. I do get some of the common behavior that's going on and and so this is where I'm going to kind of interject some of my experience so I've been a member of a church for a few years now and I actually did come to a point where I recognized that I wasn't getting everything that I needed from even that church environment um and I wonder if if there's still a realization of that so like we know brunch is not church right it's not you don't get the same things yes there's components of this community that you get, but I don't think you get the hope. I don't think you get the the relationship. I don't think that you get that connection. The clarity. <laughs> the yeah, like, the yes. word. Oh, God. yeah. So like, do you really believe that this is happening? What when about I the mega churches? About... What about the, the movement to this more modern church, like the elevations of the world? When I think about the people who are my friends, none of them go to church, right? Like friends from college, friends from high school, like people in my circles, people in our family don't go to church. It's not a value. And so when I look at that, I say, oh, we lost, but I know there are people going to church. Unfortunately, it's not the people in my circles. And what does that say about me and my circle? No, I'm I'm thinking about people I know. Even the most saved people I know aren't going to church nowadays. Well, yeah. I, I, oh, that's a good one. So I, I do want to pose this to the audience, though. Are you guys going to church or are you guys having brunch? <laughs> like, <laughs> Don't be I'm laughing. Can't be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> And we get, uh, uh, you see why I've had this issue. This is oh, yeah. why I left. Yes. I left like, I was like, 
I was fuming when we left and they had like a reception afterwards and the cast was there and everybody you yeah. know, was in the film. And like, we went to talk to these people at the table and I was just like, well, what did y'all think of that? And like, the people were like, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. And like, they knew the director. And so they were like, you know, yeah. praising the film. And I felt yeah. like I was the only one like, what was this? So this is interesting. So. I, I, I'm now thinking, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a doer, right? I'm, I'm actually, we have this audience, we have the Black Girl Fly audience, right? Um, what are we doing wrong? What this tells me is that somewhere in our practices, we've lost sharing the value of church. Like, like you talked about the clarity. Are we the only ones experiencing that? <laughs> like, like, or do they not know? I mean, is it about a connection that 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 we have that we have not communicated outwardly? Like, church isn't just about having community, but it's about experiencing God. It's about um, servicing people, right? Like, like, how do you? Are we missing something as a generation of people who understand or who still find value? Maybe the real problem is that we have stopped um, being disciples. You know, we have stopped mm -hmm. sharing the message. We like, I mean, because we don't like, we don't do it like we used to, right? You remember the uh, Jehovah's Witnesses knocking on the doors? You they remember, still do that. Like, <laughs> I'm like, they still do that. Maybe but, they're I mean, less but, of them. Well, not just that, but they, they've lost contact because knocking on doors used to be a mechanism for communication. And now, you know, Instagram is a method of communication or, you know, like, is it that we've allowed people to continue? This is interesting because I'm, I'm I actually I, I got I had a point of clarity there. Are we allowing people who are not millennials doing the same things they they used to do to try to give out that much needed message about the benefits, the values, or whatever? And this next generation didn't step in and say, "This is how I transform that communication to reach the masses." That's an interesting question. Um, I mean, it's happening. So this is what I thought about. I was just having a conversation mm -hmm. actually about trade schools. And mm -hmm. and so there's a shortage of pilots. There's a shortage of electricians. There's a shortage of plumbers. There's a shortage. And, and what I brought that back to is that there was an expectation in those industries that people understood the value of going into those. And it didn't. Mm -hmm. We went through this mass, you know, um, communication is mass marketing at about four-year institutions and everyone stopped doing trades and started going there and now we're reaping the yeah i mean i i think you're right about that i think we're entering into a period now where that's changing but the when, where the focus and the energy is like that's kind of what what wins what grows they say that right that's the yeah thing. so what is so what I heard you say, though, is like there's two components. So there's are we reaching millennials in the way that they want to be reached? And I see evidence of that through digital platforms, which churches, many of which have moved to. And mm -hmm. so there is a there is a question now of if I attend church online, am I a member of a church community? And so I think we haven't reconciled what it means to be digitally engaged in church yep. community is partially mm -hmm. one, is one of the questions. And the other question is, 
who's pastoring the churches and is it millennial voices being represented in church leadership and in church pastorship and i think it's hit or miss on that front so let me ask you so you said earlier about when you think about your friends and they don't go to church what kind of churches do they grow up in and so i'm asking you this because i do think there there are ministers out there who minister to the millennials um but the people that I can see that do that, they were introduced to that environment. Like when I think about the churches I've gone to, you know, I grew up Baptist. <laughs> they, they were not reaching the millennials. You know, this no, the, the comment that you made about the LGBTQ plus community, they were not invited to the to the cookout. No, <laughs> right? everybody like... knew the choir leader, <laughs> director, they knew. But so what I'm saying is, is are the generations that are impacted by not moving forward with this church participation, is it because they haven't been exposed to leadership or discipleship that they can relate to and that they now know that there is a place for me at church and it's not my old school Baptist grandmama's church. It's a place that I can be fed, yeah. that I can be nurtured, that I can be me, be a millennial in. So I'm gonna put, throw out two ideas. The first of which is a little bit different. So I feel like we did not get a lot of life teaching in our home growing up. Like I, I was ill prepared for life. Dealing with emotions, knowing how to navigate job market, knowing how to navigate relationships, everything as it relates to being an adult, woefully unprepared because I did not learn those skills at home. I feel like because of my relationship in church, I get that guidance that I've missed through the Bible, through God's promptings, right? Like I get the clarity that I need. That's why that's so important to me. Um, but that's the dependency that I have because of how I grew up. Most of my friends don't have that <laughs> issue. So I think that's a hallmark of my relationship. But another thing I'll say is when I was going to church, I, I did not become a Christian till like chosen to become a Christian to my mid twenties. I despised church as a young child. It was so annoying. Um, and I think many of my friends who did go to church as young children had similar feelings because it felt very performative. Like even their parents going and taking them was very mm -hmm. performative. It's just mm -hmm. an, it's just a habit. It's just a thing we do. And this and is how very you do different. it, even though it's different from who you actually are. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't even think they're getting the how. It's just, this is what we no, do. No, I, I was saying that their parents weren't themselves in going to church. They performed the, you know, the deities, if you will, of going to church. Um, I don't even think, I think that's saying too much. <laughs> I think they were just, it's, no, legit. I think it was just a thing to do on Sunday. You go no, to church. No, I, I don't what, what I'm saying is they didn't curse, but they cursed every other day of the week. They wore these long skirts, but they, you know, were exposing later on. My friends, my friends did not have that background. Maybe some of us. <laughs> we did <laughs> but like their friend their parents are normal this was just part of their routine <laughs> okay i was okay. like they're, they're upstanding adults <laughs> responsible <laughs> adults <laughs> they it wasn't like that for them. it was just like 
we Catholic, so we go to mass or we do this because I went to Catholic school. Like it's not, you know what I mean? So, so for them, I don't think they see the value in it. How I was sharing with you in my first point, like I'm heavily reliant on this as like a mechanism to live life. Um, and so for my friends, I think that might be, be a disconnect. Like they don't see the need or the value to just do this routine. Cause honestly, none of their friends go to church. So who they gonna go to church and see? Yeah. So what do we do I with that? What's the takeaway? What, what are you saying? I told you I was depressed. <laughs> uh, so, so I, I, I want to pose a question to our, to our listeners though. What do you guys see? What 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 is it that you're experiencing? And also for those of us who like to take action, what can we do to change the future? I mean, you're not gonna give me no results because <laughs> I think that's a great question for the listeners, but I need some resolve on this because I was I mean, I've come to to a little bit more closure on this was a few weeks ago. But this is something that weighs heavy on me, legit. Like, it don't feel good. I think I've given it all that I could. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I, I think that, like, we were always taught in the Bible that you meet people where they are. Um, Jesus didn't walk around in the churches going let me save you let me save you while you at my, you know at at my doorstep while you in my building uh he went to where they were right and, and and um and ministered to them and showed them that he could meet a need um and i think that there are mighty few that you are in that mighty few and that that's what you owe um for being his child right that that you are to disciple and you don't disciple in the church house um you disciple where people are um and that all the things that you think of are valuable in that relationship it, it it's not just about guidance on, on life decisions it's about relationships it's about hope it's about faith it's about knowing that God is true and mighty and there is no you without him that you know he's your father and 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 I think that that message when delivered in a way um that people can receive is hard to ignore um and so I I have hope still um my my question and what I'm hearing though is that we're not doing enough um and that we need to be better disciples um, is mm-hmm. all I'm hearing. And that's been a common common issue um, throughout time, right? Uh, so that's what I'd say to you. I hope that that could be of some hope. That's all I got. Thank you. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> but, was, uh, that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, sister. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, y'all, all right, I'm done with my midlife crises for the moment. But yeah, this is, it's, it's real out here. And you know, I think I t- I'm taking that message to heart and that's kind of my takeaway from from the conversation is, you know, well, what is our role in discipleship and how well are we, you know, how well are we doing on that job? And 
you know, the fact that I do have so many friends on church, like, does that just mean I ain't doing my job? And also people need to come on their own time, just as, you know, took me 20 something years to figure it out. And it's 2023 coming may not mean coming in the building. Yeah, and I think just reflecting on that. (laughs) (laughs) It could be brushed. Lord, don't strike (laughs) me down, please. No, no, no. I think us as Christians also need to expand what our beliefs are around, you know, what it means to be churched. You know what I mean? So, so y'all, that is, that's it for now on this subject. Um, I look forward to revisiting and having more church topics going forward in the future. So until next time, I'm your girl, Ava Marie. And I'm Shana Dixon. And we are Black Girl Fly.